One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe FDA approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. You're about to listen to Jurgen Klopp. Our biggest big interview to date? It might be. This interview is entirely free. You'll hear a couple of ads, but the money that we make from those barely covers our costs at the big interview. So just before Jürgen comes in, I want to personally invite you to become a socio, a member, to support the big interview and make sure it continues. Sign up at patreon.com forward slash Graham Hunter for £2.99 and you'll get an extra big interview every month plus a documentary special. Sign up now and you'll unlock for yourself the entire archive of socio interviews dating back to Rafa van der Vaart last August. If you've been thinking about joining, now is the time. It's you, the socios, who subscribe that keep us on the road. Keep us recording interviews like this one that you're about to listen to for free with Herklop. For the price of a pint, you'll get hours and hours of ad-free content every month and you'll keep us going. Sign up at Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com forward slash Graham Hunter and we'll all be very grateful. Thank you. Welcome and on this particular occasion, willkommen, without descending into cabaret Pastiche. It's a double language hello because the guest on the big interview with uh, Graham Hunter this week is Jürgen Klopp. Jürgen is not um, our invited interview this week because he's the manager of one of the teams in the most hotly anticipated Champions League quarterfinal for many years as on Wednesday, the Wednesday of this week at least, Liverpool face Manchester City. Jürgen Klopp seems to embody everything that I like in sport, maybe even in life. Um, big character, big man, gregarious, idiosyncratic, noisy um, Easy to mistake, but once an acquired taste um, Somebody that grows on you, somebody who makes you laugh And in this interview, you'll hear me beginning If you've not heard any of the interviews before A certain tone, a certain level of appreciation of the guest is there It's definitely not the Spanish Inquisition Albeit I do live in Spain What you'll hear about me expressing my feelings about Jürgen is the happiness that he seems to generate to me because he loves his job, because he is like any of us would be if we were in charge or if we were scoring the goals or saving the penalties. He shows it's a damn privilege to be where he's at. And that made it interesting enough for us to invite the former Mainz, Dortmund and Liverpool coach to come and talk to us about life and love and happiness and James Bond. Uh, Jürgen, um, the listeners to our big interview series 
will be used to me going on and on and on and speaking from the heart, but you are not. So what I would say is um, one of the things that I really like about you, I live in Barcelona. I live in Barcelona because the quality of football in Spain is brilliant. I live in Barcelona because I have a passion for what I see on the football pitch. And people there from Cruyff through Xavi, Guardiola, Messi, Sergio Ramos, whatever, have changed my life. Not my career, they've changed my life. What is it about you that radiates to me through the television set happiness? Are you conscious of what it is that, like, for example, when my wife said, you're, you're speaking to Jürgen Klopp. <laughs> no, I'm not kidding. What do you do to people? What is it that you transmit? I have no clue, to be honest. Um, I love this game. I love it since I started thinking, so probably a few years ago, and um, and that's the only thing I know about it. And it's for me the best game in the world. That's true. I was um, I, I told this a few times, but I was a much better tennis player when I was a kid. It was never an option. It was never an option for me to to go try to go this way. It was always clear it will be football. I love joining my passion with other people. First of all, with my, with my teammates. I loved it in my in the, my first club, the village where I'm coming from. I was by far the best player in the team. That's how it is. That's the only reason why I could become a professional football player, if only a, a second division player. But um, it's pretty rare in my area, so it was clear. But I I learned so early that it makes no. It's not important if you are the best. You cannot do what you do without the others. So it, it teach me pretty much everything for life. And um, that's what I, what I still love in the game, even when the, the game changed or the, the business changed, if you want. Um, so these, these, the basis always um, stayed the same and, and I, I, really, I really love that. So a good football game is the, the best movie I, I could watch, to be honest. And um, there are, I saw a few and uh, hopefully I will see a few and um, that's um, a big blessing, to be honest. It's really, I, I, I love what I do. And, so that makes it then easy, because I am like I am. That obviously everybody can see it. That I love it. I have no problem with that. I had a lot of embarrassing moments <laughs> with my face or with my behavior, stuff like that, because I'm so involved in the game during that 90 minutes. And um, but yeah, I, to be honest, I never really thought long about it. Um, it's, it happens to me in, in a football game, and um, it's only because of the game. There's no other reason for it. You, you, you know, you laugh and cry a lot, which, which is, which is one is, is, is a good thing in any human being. Most people don't show that. Why don't you, you never bother to hide things that are real? Yeah, but you have to ask my parents about what you would have, because I have no real clue why is that like that. Um, it's, for me, it's, um, I make... A lot of commercials in Germany, stuff like that, and um, the more and more, it's, it's easy for me to do this. It, it's kind of acting, but I'm not an actor. I cannot act. I can, can exactly have, I have one role, and that's your club. So they all need to adapt to this role, so take it or leave it. So if you want me to do something really different, then we are lost immediately. So I cannot act, and I never, I never tried. So I am, I am with all the consequences. It's not so nice, and I developed as a person, thank God. So I was different when I was younger, more emotional, stuff like that. Calm down a little bit. But so it, it, it again, it happens to me. If something um, is important to me, I cannot hide 
uh, my my feelings. So that, that's how it's, when I'm really happy, everybody can see it, and um, if I'm angry, everybody can see it. If I'm sad, um, everybody can see it. But of course, I try to to go then somewhere where nobody can see it. But um, it happens like it happens to all the people around there, and I'm not interested in the opinion, the public opinion. So I have, I'm responsible for my family, for my friends, for my club. Done. I care what they think, and I really. It's important to me, but the rest around, I, I have no influence, and so I'm not interested. So if they think, what an idiot, look how he's, how he's doing here, how he's doing that, and, and stuff like that, I'm, I'm not interested. And, it's, and so I can be um, in that moment like I am, and, and that's all. So how I said, a lot of people maybe say it's not so cool, and a few people obviously say it's um, they like it. But, but you know what I mean, it's, it's not what society seems to be telling us. Society seems to tell us, to influence us, to push us. And you, I think you need to be quite strong or robust or convinced to push, to push back. Say you, you said you, there's an embarrassing moment, something you've done in any part of your life. You're like, oh, I feel a bit... You look around, you go, do you, do you ever have the doubts about maybe, maybe I'm wrong with the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or with the things I did. I know that I know when I was wrong, of course. So it's not that I... Um, don't reflect and, and say, oh my God, the, the, the situation in, in, in Naples years ago when, the, when I was, um, when it looked like I will bite the fourth official in, in his face. So that's just nothing I'm, I'm proud of, but I think, well, it happened. I know it's not okay, but I, and, and, but I knew in, the, in, a, in a second later, it will never happen again exactly the same to me. So you learn from your mistake, that's what life is. But um, do I think longer about it? No, because it happens. That's what I mean. It never attacks the internal. No, no, no. I am me. Look, I had a big opportunity, and I was really lucky that I met early in my career uh, as a manager when I became kind of famous in Germany. Um, I met Pelé and Franz Beckenbauer and worked together with them around the World Cup 2006. And meeting for me, my two big heroes of my when I've grown up, my father always said, whatever they say in the future, Pele is the best player in the world. So that, that and it will be like this for the end of the world until the end of the world. So um, and I met these two people, and they were exact. They were completely cool, nice, friendly, thankful for their life, stuff like that. Um, settled everything. We only think, okay, the two biggest. Mm -hmm in the world, for me, greatest in the world, are like they are. So, good, I don't have to change. Not because I'm, I only, you can make mistakes, you can make, um, you can judge things wrong. As long as you have kind of, it's always in a legal uh, area, if you want, if you don't use your elbows and stuff like that, you can make mistakes, that's how it is. And I always accepted my mistakes. I didn't want to do them again, but when I made, did, made them, then it was clear. Uh, I have to apologize, I have to do this or that, I have to pay a fine in Germany. I am still uh, still pay the highest fines ever and I'm already away since two and a half years. And um, <laughs> so then you have to pay for it, that's how it is. And um, But I, I don't change really, it's only because it was not in a in a bad sense. It was not that I, that I wanted no. to do something, it was not a plan, oh it happened. So and then if, as long as you can apologize and the other person says, yeah, all okay, I know special situation, stuff like that. Yeah, then you, and then you, you carry on and, and that's exactly how I did in, in my life so far. And I want to be a nice person, to be honest. That's something, I'm Christian. So I want to, 
If I come in the room and the mood is not that good, then I expect from myself that the mood is better when I come in. That's how it is, because why should the mood be worse when I come in? That's how it is. So we try to, 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 to keep people up, stuff like that, to, to, to help them to solve problems. That, that's, that's how I am as a player. You're talking beyond your players now. You, you, of course, you're talking in Jurgen life. Klopp's life. About, about yeah. life. That's how it is. My family, my friends, people I don't know. So, so tonight we have, a, I think I have a question and answer um, thing at Anfield. And um, if the people cannot enjoy that, and yet, but then it makes no sense why we met then. So it's only, it's not that I go there and I have no clue what they will ask, I have no clue what they will answer. It's only about, yeah, helping to have the people to have a kind of a good time. I think that's a big part of life. Make the place you are uh, in that moment a little bit better. That's the that's, that's job um, to do. Is that draining no. or, or nourishing? I don't, I don't understand. <laughs> when you give yeah. a lot of your personality, yeah. For the majority of people, you're giving something from the inner reactor, from the core. Yeah. Because I know with you, or yeah. I'm trusting with you, but yeah. I'm saying I know, it's not fake. It's yeah. all real. Yeah. So if you're giving something real all the time, but I get back most so people much. find... Okay, no, there's I my back, question. I get back so much, that's unbelievable. So I, I have so many, how I said, so many good friends. I have a world-class family, love to bits, and, um, and that's, that's all good. I work in a club with people together. I like all of them that's really like this, so, because it's, it's easy, you get always back. It's always like this. In Germany, we say how you shout in the forest, it comes back, so, and, and, and that's how it is, and I believe in that. And if you meet somebody that cannot appreciate that, it's not a problem, because that doesn't mean that it's wrong. It only means, okay, there's no connection, there's no, that's not the same energy or whatever that happens. But you meet most of the people not the second time in your life. You meet them once and you forget it. Why should you be bothered about that or, or take this with you? Ah, I think I have to change because they, I don't know, they betray me or something like that. I really, I'm very, people told me I'm very naive and belongs to people. I, I trust first before I realize maybe it was not okay or whatever. That's how it is. And, and, but because for me, I learned you can trust most of the people. That's how it is. It, it, nobody, the people I, and I'm 50 years old, so I met a few people. It's, I, I, my hand is easily enough to say how many people it was not worth it to, to, to trust them, to have. So a, for 50 years, the five. <laughs> five fingers, I would say, max. And I, and I can't remember the five. If you ask me, I have no idea. I forget that immediately. So if I'm angry with somebody and he calls me four weeks later and says, I want to say sorry, what was the argument about? Sorry, you have to help me. So I, I have no, I, I don't put it in my, in my, in my backpack and, and, and carry it around and say then, yeah, 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 if I meet him next time, I will tell him. I will tell him. You have to sort the problem. So you know, you're making me feel, you know, you're doing a bad thing now in your life because you're making me feel ashamed. Because <laughs> oh, I'm like, what, what is all my stored up anger and revenge about I need to be Jürgen. But, but no, but I can, but by the way, I can keep it, I have this, and I, I live it actually in, in football, mm -hmm. this kind of revenge. I want it, but in a sport, <laughs> in a sports way. Yeah, so it's like, yeah. they kicked us, 
we will see us again. <laughs> so that, that's the, I, I like that. But it's for me. It's a, that's why I love sports so much because you can live it without really hurting somebody. You only win a game next time. It's not they they won the last one. You win the next one. But it's still yeah. Of course, it, I have that in myself. But it's not for life. I don't use it for life. When you which you know I'm, I'm not sanctifying you. Believe me. <laughs> um, but when when you express all this how you've lived, not just an inner belief, it's how you've practiced. Do you, do you feel like, you know, there's a lot of proverbs in Germany about forests, because there's a lot of forests. But if you're throwing that out to life, do you think life is throwing that back to you with I would say in my, in my, in my specific case, it threw back much more than I could ever shot in. So um, I'm, I'm, what I do outside, and I'm, if I'm nice to people and they think when I leave, uh, well, what a nice lad. So that I, I don't realize that. It's not that they call me afterwards because they don't have my number, thank God. Otherwise, so they don't email me, thank God. So they don't write letters. Sometimes it happens, of course, but it's not like that. So it's only, it's not for getting something back. It's only for doing it. So I enjoy it by myself, having a good time. One hour, one hour good time, great. You can do the job or you can do the job as much as you like. If you want, if you, you can do, love what you do, that's that's always our own decision, not for everybody. But in in my life, in, in dealing and, and, and working in football, that's not a real world. Actually, it's kind of a, only because the interest of people. We are so important. Yes, in a few parts, we are kind of an example for the rest of life. If you want uh, making decisions, everybody is discussing your decisions. I think that for a lot of people that would be quite difficult. Leading a big company, you make a decision and until everybody got aware of it, it needs a year and nobody knows exactly who made the decision. In my case, if I make the wrong lineup, immediately everybody says he has no clue and stuff like that. And you, you need to, it's, it's maybe it's interesting from outside to think about how can they deal with it. But at the end, um, it's all about putting the pressure on yourself Try to give your best, give you 100%. If you give you 100%, who could criticize you? They can say you are not smart enough, then they sack you one day. When it's okay, then somebody else gets your job, gives you a job or not. We will see that. But that's how football is not, the football is not a real world. It's only because of the interest of people. If people stop being interested, yeah, we go for something else. That's, that's how it is. We, it's only because of this. And I, and I know that. And so we have to do a few things like giving interviews and stuff like that. I never would ask somebody, can I give you an interview, please, only to, to tell the world what I, what's in my mind. Because I'm really not, I have nothing to say actually. And, but I'm not interested in telling the world what I think about different things. If you ask me, I give you an answer. But it's not that I get up in the morning and think today, I write a paper and um, I don't know, put it on Facebook, Twitter, whatever. I, I never will understand that, that, this kind of social media. No, but this communication, I hope what we're doing right now, certainly from the receiving end, this is a good part of sport, this is a good part of football yeah, because, yeah, yeah. you yeah. know, you, you, not only are you telling interesting things about a guy who's a, a leader or a winner or just a good figure in sport, but you're using your power of communication for good, which you've been given, so you should yeah, use it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. No, should, yes, I, I use it constantly. I, I, I talk the whole day. So to my players, to everybody here, I'm constantly in conversations. So that, that's, that's normal. And, 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 and I like it. I, I know about my job. I'm, I'm responsible for a lot of people here. So for, for, for their good, if you want. If, they, if we are successful, then they are more happy than... I don't know, we raise wages or whatever, all that stuff, because we are very successful. That's, that's a big responsibility, but it only works when you really put all in 
you have. And, and, and that's exactly what I do from the first minute of the day until, the, until I go to sleep. And that's why I expect from other people as, as well. It's not that I walk around and give only hugs constantly. No. No, we have, we have a, I think our work ethic. I noticed is, that is, when you came in, actually. There was yeah. no, you know, there was nothing. No, there was no big hug. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And we don't know each other. When we leave. Yeah, but let's not. Up maybe after. Okay. So, okay. Yeah, it's not for free. Eh? You have to do something <laughs> for it. And underneath the Shankly statue, I'm not, I'm not asking you to talk about Shankly the coach. We can. He made people happy. Yeah. You know, yeah, I, I, I see just a little link down the years because what I feel is when you make people happy, you are much happier. But that Shankly phrase, he made people happy. And you're, you're, what you said about the quality of football that you wanted to show, the excitement, the passion, you're a romantic. Yeah. Eh? yeah. Unashamedly so. Yeah. No, and the way in which you talked about there might be a day when football's values are so changed or people fall out of love with football, then we all have to go and do something else. So this, this ability you have to make the fans happy, the players happy, your, your staff happy around you, that's a very great power, not a responsibility. It's a, a great motor for you to keep on doing what you're doing. I don't, I don't know exactly. I, I realize that it works like this. So when I, when I was at Mainz, when I started, about 11 years as a player and seven years as a, as a manager, when I left Mainz, it was a clear plan. I had this conversation with, with my wife, with Ulla, and um, we said, we, we cannot be that close again with a, another club. Oh, it, it's not normal. Because when I left, everybody was crying. I was crying, all the people were crying. Yeah, it was unbelievable. So, and, um, so it's, it's on one side nice, but it's, I didn't think it's, it was not what I was what I was looking for when I when I started. It was only I, I wanted to do everything as good as possible. Yeah. So and at the end, when you leave or they sack you, for me, it's I, I hope that I really still can. When we meet a little bit later, we can look in each other's eyes and say hey, it was a good time, huh? wasn't it? So stuff like that. And we went to Dortmund, and after one year, we realized, wow, Here we again. In full throttle in the in everything, close to CEO, close to sports director, close to families, close stuff like that. Players were like my sons, best they're still today, best friends of my sons at the same age group. So when when we are on holiday, we, we, they visit us. They come. It's not because maybe a little bit because of me, it's more because of my sons, but they are how is that? Same age. And then you sit there and think, Well, that's strange. So and then you come to Liverpool and then it's another country, another we are very similar. Eh? England and Germany, but still another culture, a little bit, stuff like that. I'm now not the coach anymore, head coach like in Germany, now I'm the manager. Now I have um, a lot more power, if you want. So yeah. I think, okay, yeah, maybe it's a little bit more business, like mm -hmm. usual, stuff like that. And after two and a half years, it's exactly the same. So it's not that, that I plan that, it's just, it happens. And, and now we are, we are close again and it's, we all enjoy it. I, I think uh, we could ask pretty much yeah, everybody in, 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 the, in the club which works with us. It's, it's, it's a good atmosphere, a really good atmosphere. And I really think it's our job to do. That if you love what you do, the people you work together with, they need to get the benefit of that. It's not allowed that I'm the only happy person in the club. That makes no sense. Because I got the biggest wages and I have this and that. And I'm already the luckiest guy of all these people if you want to. It's, um, it's only to, to try to share the things you have. 
that's my understanding of life. You fall in love, I think, with outsiders a little bit. I watched you talking about <laughs> Rosie Mittermeier and Steffi Graf and Schumacher and the impact of Becker winning Wimbledon age 17 and, and that, that connection you made with him. 85. Yeah. <laughs> I suppose you lived every point. Yeah. I played tennis in the same home. So we had, we, we, put, we, we had a little television these times that were quite yeah. uh, different. Yeah? Well, that's not more than I remember. Had, we had one then, we were watching and then, okay, service and try to, 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 to play the same point again with a friend of mine. That was a, a crazy time. But it inspires. Yep. And does it tell you that the horizons are nearer? If he can, I can. No, or if they I, I can. Never, I never thought that I can be as good as him. It was not my plan. I, I, I loved what he did. I only wanted to do the same thing as good as I can. I was never. I never thought I could have been Boris Becker. No, no chance. No. no chance. I mean, in your career, in your life, they, it, there was never a moment where you oh, see I'm people inspired, doing outside I'm, I'm things. Inspired, I'm inspired yeah. by Rocky Balboa. I'm inspired by Rocky Balboa. One of my best meetings, I thought, um, was with um, Dortmund before we played the game against Bayern Munich. And I spoke about Rocky for Ivan Drago. So, of course, Bayern was Ivan Drago having everything, mm. all technology. And yeah. we, are, we are Rocky Balboa <laughs> in, in Siberia <clears throat> with all these old-fashioned uh, tools and, 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 and stuff like that. The, the gym, which was not a, a gym, it was a stable and, and, and stuff like that. And after... Three, four minutes, I was really on fire. <laughs> and I, was, I see I look really in dead eyes. And I said, okay, stop. Who knows, Rocky? <laughs> and only two players showed up. Because they, they, all the rest was too young. Was, okay. Uh, we have to start again. So, But I'm inspired by Rocky, 100%. I'm inspired by, maybe you don't know that, but it's, a, it's Binnetou in Old Shatterhand. It's kind of Karl May thing in Germany. So a big Indian um, chief. And, and uh, it was actually a German guy. Um, who came there as a um, yeah, in the wild, wild west? So kind of that. They were always fighting constantly, always for good. I'm inspired. Always for by, good. I'm inspired yeah. by Robin Hood. I read 500 in my youth. I don't know thousands of books because I loved the stories. So and I'm inspired by all of that, of course. And, I, and then Boris Becker wins in my age group. I was exactly the same age he wins Wimbledon. It's possible. Something special is possible for me, but. Wimbledon never have been possible, even when I was good as a kid, no chance, I knew that. So that's not a problem. I loved football and I knew I never can be Lord Mateos or something like that. There was no chance, but I loved it still. So I wanted to do it as good as I can do. Yeah. My target as, as a manager is to be the best manager I can be, not to be the best manager of the world. I have no clue how that works. But the only thing I can do is to, to, do, to be the best manager I can be. And that was always my target and there's inspiration all Everywhere, in, in, in medicine, everywhere, people have no clue when they were young that they can be a heart or a brain surgeon at the end and do things like that. You grow in a role like that. And so I grew in my role. So that's how it is. I had 15 years ago, no idea that it could be possible that I could be the manager of a club like Liverpool. And I was already a manager 15 years ago, but it was not mm -hmm. my plan. I didn't think at the end I go to England and then I show them um, how the, the Germans or how I do mm -hmm. that stuff. It only happened to me because I was always busy. I was always ambitious. I always wanted to do the next step. I always thought in different ways. But it, uh, even that happened. I didn't wake up in the morning, today I need to have an idea how we can improve mm -hmm. the team. So I never thought about it. It was because I thought a whole day about it. And there came an idea, let's go 
to make a team building camp in Sweden with nothing to eat and nothing to drink and all these things. That's not that I planned in the long term. It only think, okay, that may, might be a good idea. That sounds funny. Let's organize it. And we did it. And each player who was there with me in Sweden could write a book today after, what's now, 18, 14 years. They could write a book about that week. I could write a book. It didn't go exactly as planned, did it? No, of course not. That's how it is. The weather came. Um, that, that, that's all, all the things. And that, mosquitoes and no yeah, food. Yeah, and the, weather was, the weather was the main issue because it was raining constantly until it didn't rain and then the mosquitoes came immediately. And I was not sure what it was better. That was the first time I listened to you speaking in English. <laughs> and as well as that training camp, which I was quite glad I wasn't on, um, the name James Bond came up for the first time I listened to you. Yeah. And I've heard you talking about him again and again, and he seems to represent something for you, um, that, I don't know, that's caught your interest. Yeah, he's a, fun, he's a, a good looking, he was all, in all the different, yeah, with, um, Roger Moore, Pierce Brosnan, I don't know, all of Connery, them. Yeah, Please. Sean Connery, you're talking sorry. to Scott. Uh, sorry, of course, Ersh. Sean Connery, the Ersh. best probably. And, um, but now, yeah, now we have a Liverpool, big, big Liverpool fan as actual. So he has to be the best, right? Yeah, of course he is. So a, a fantastic, James Bond, Girl, fantastic guy. Everybody likes James Bond. Okay, he, maybe he has his own rules, but that's because Sam is allowed to kill. All of the rest of us is not allowed to kill, so um, it's normal. And it, but he brings order to a bad world. Yeah, I know. I, to be honest, um, I don't believe in killing people, but in this in, in these movies, it's like I, I've heard never, it's I've heard it's not really yeah, allowed. Yeah, I've yeah. never believed it, yeah, Jürgen, but yeah. I'm kind of with you on that. Yeah, one. but it's um, you, it was not a really good person involved in in, in his. Um, when he shot but because he's allowed to do it, yeah. morally, yeah. it's kind of okay. Yeah. And he's only killing bad guys. It's fiction, so it's okay. And he was always ready to sacrifice himself. Very important things. Before everything else, he was ready to sacrifice himself. So that, that's, that's something what I, what I like. It's noble. That's how I understand the father role in the family. So if you want, so I would do that. I hope I would do it in an extreme situation. So um, that's that's how I that's romantic. That's uh, how how it, how it should be. Yeah. So show balls in a situation like that if you if you have the opportunity to do it. And James Bond obviously shows balls. He had yes. big balls. Yes. He had big big balls. You could see them in some of the shots as well. <laughs> no, you you could you could. Um, Not we, in a German, but in Germany, to, they, are they they cut I them out. Know, yeah. no, I don't think so. no in Germany. And maybe serve them up with a sauce. Maybe. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. I don't want to talk about Manchester City or this season's Champions League because you'll be tired of that by the time the two ties are over. But in your best Champions League season, I wonder what moments like... The change you made against Malaga and Signal Iduna, where you put the guys forward, and it's against the odds. It's big against the odds. You shouldn't be losing, probably, against Malaga. 
you come up with something and it comes off. I, I want to know about that moment and your feelings and then the dressing room afterwards. Because the Champions League for me isn't only about winning or losing. It's about stories, it's about drama, it's about mistakes, it's about heroism. It's the most glorious competition I've ever seen. You can keep the World Cup or the Olympics or Wimbledon. The Champions League to me, and every top manager, and you'll say it, every top player winning the league is the, you know, the, the, every 38 weeks. Okay, you can keep that. Winning that big trophy is, is, is just a thing, man. So you come closer than, you know, I don't really want to talk about Wembley. I want to talk about the glory of that run. We learned it. We learned it. Eh? We, we, we played the year before in the Champions League. We, we, mm -hmm. Dortmund was a very young team, blah, blah, blah. And first, we played European League, played outstanding football, but got out in the group stage. Mm -hmm. That's crazy. You don't, you don't write history with that, but for us, it was, it was not to understand. We, had, we created chances like Numbers of chances was unbelievable. We didn't score, and the first chance the other team was goal. And what you all, what it's international experience. Mm -hmm. Say in Germany, it's like you have to learn it. I never thought, huh? What's that? We would score this chance. We would score with that chance in each game in the world if we played again. It's not important if it's in Russia or <laughs> USA. It's only it happened. That's all. But we didn't really get, understand it. But what we really um, learned, yes, we can beat them all. But we lost. <laughs> That's only for us. So we stayed together and we went into the Champions League and having exactly the same again. Mm -hmm. So out in group stage, but with football, unbelievable. We lost yeah. to Marseille, I think, a game 3 1 or so. And uh, there was a chance. It was a beautiful Stat game to as, watch. As, as a statistic, it was like, yeah. I, I don't know, 15 for us to 3 for them and 3 1 losing. How did that work? And so we had that again. We, but the only thing what we took for us, you know how it is, the world outside. I say, yeah, you are not ready. You are too young. You are this. The only information we took, we can do it. We come again. Yeah. Yeah, if we come again, my friend, then then we we will that will not happen again to us in this way. So, and that's how we played then. Um, the yeah, the thirteen, the twelve, thirteen um, Champions League campaign. No pressure on us. No, nobody in the club made pressure. It was still. Being champion, being champion twice, <laughs> we could have done. I don't know. We could have gone out in the group in the group stage with nil goals and conceding 15, and it would have said, "Okay, we tried." So they were really happy with what we did so far. But we really wanted to enjoy it and enjoying football. You can only if you get results at the end. You can enjoy your football, but at the end, you only remember the, the, the it when you when you get results, and that's what we did. So we played against Real Madrid. We had a good. The group phase was good, and then we had all the, the other games. And, and Malaga was, of course, a very special game because um, how it always is in this world. In the moment when the draw came up, and there were a lot of different, difficult um, other teams. Mm -hmm. And Malaga and Dortmund, where we were not experienced, Malaga was Malaga with Barcelona, Bayern, Real Madrid, and all that stuff. So I don't know which was the other team. So you always need a little bit of luck. We didn't have luck, but it was not, not a hardest draw, I would say. Then we played there and we were much better. Yeah. We were much better. Yeah. But it was a nil-nil. Nil-nil in the Rosalina, so, yeah. Mario yeah. Uh, Götze missed a few big, big chances. Okay. So, but how, again, how the football world is, yeah, they sorted at home. We didn't think like that. We knew it would be hard. They were more experienced. They had more experienced players on, in their side and stuff like that. It was so, a Pellegrini team yeah, also. Yes, absolutely. And then they came yeah, and won it up. Wow, big blow. It kills the atmosphere immediately. Everything is like this. Like, wow. 
So, but in this game, um, with all the all the difficulties and all the the crazy things that happened, offside goal there, offside goal here, and all that stuff, of course, what was of the best things I ever was part of. It's it's a crazy thing, and then when you are two one down in a game like this, and as a manager. You're really in the. That's why we all. We, I need my, my assistant for everything. Yeah? So he's the best coach in the world. In, in a situation like that, you're on the sideline. You talk to him, talking to him, and in the same moment, looking at the formation and thinking, okay, wait, this. If we do that like this, mm. it, whoa, what happens? It's not possible. Mm -hmm. So you need really strong and smart people around you. A side brain, yeah, absolute. And then we, and then you sit back and then you talk for a second and think, okay, come on. What are we doing? And then Felipe Santana there, Mats Hummels was not fit, Nuri Shai back, only chip balls. But what we didn't say, and never spoke about it before, I spoke about it later a few times, don't make any fouls in fights for these second balls, because we had now long balls. We played now long balls, which was not typical for us, but we had to do it now, yeah. and then you bring all these tall players up there. But very often it happens that, it's, that they are so overly uh, motivated a boom, foul free kick for Malaga. And, and, and the minutes, momentum yeah. goes and the wasting no, time, which you suffered at Sevilla. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So, and, and, and things like that. Eh? So, and we didn't speak about that, but the boys did it. Eh, we had not, there was not one free kick for Malaga in the last five minutes. I Means the ball was out, yes, throw in, things like that. But that makes all, made all the difference. And Mats Hummels and Nuri Schrein chipped one after the other. Uh, in this direction, and we were jumping for all the balls around, and it was it was so good to watch how smart they, they, they were. And it's not that we, how I said, it's not that I teach them that, 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 that our own story gave us the opportunity to learn it. So, and afterwards, always when, when I know, and now it's be starting and long balls, I always say, boys, don't make fouls, really think about it, use your body, but not in a crazy way. It helps not if you jump in somebody, we really need to reach the ball and not. To, to create a free kick and stuff like that. But before that, that was a big lesson for me. My, my team teach me that, and that it's possible to do it only because you learned it, you, you they had the confidence, they, they still believed in it could happen, nobody was sure about. And then we won that game in a, in a, in a crazy last three minutes. And so it's, of course, one of the best experiences I've ever had. So football is strategy, but it's also about films and belief and turning odds the other way around. And, and, and doing heroic like, like, like we did against Dortmund at home here with Liverpool. This uh, another wonderful, wonderful story. And I really feel blessed to be part of that. that that's how it is. It's, it's, a, it's so rare that you can be part of something really special. Yeah. It's not about football. So if it yeah, would no. happen in, in another situation in life, it's a, then, then what you would celebrate exactly in the same way. The good thing in football is if you have something, you celebrate it with 50,000 or 80,000 or meanwhile with 30 million people in the same second. And that makes it so special. It's people's stories. It, it, it's I the love, human condition. I love the video and I, I'm not really often on YouTube, stuff like that. Yeah. But after that game, a few weeks later, my son sent me one video. When, you, when people, I don't know how they did it, but celebrate their own celebration, uh, filming their own celebration. When they saw the fourth day and Lovren go, wow. and it, it's like how they go completely nuts. <laughs> and I say with goosebumps yeah. in my room and think, wow, that's the best movie I ever saw. So I was looking for a few more, and you, you couldn't find then a few. When they really go nuts in the living room and see fathers throwing the kids through the living room, stuff like, yeah. And that was outstanding. So that's what makes it so so worthy. That makes it so valuable that you really know in this one second we are all together. And life is, by the way, 
exactly you suffer together. Mm -hmm. So usually in life you suffer alone. It's, it happens to you and then, pff, wow, really? Yeah. But in football you suffer with so many people together. The only problem is in this world of social media, in the moment when you suffer, you're also a little bit angry maybe, and you shoot it out in the world. And immediately everybody knows, oh yeah, angry. I'm angry as well, I'm angry as well. They did nothing, they have no attitude, no this, no that. When we were young, until you, you found somebody who was angry about it, you were not angry anymore. So now we shoot it out immediately. That's really strange in that world. And so you, you can kill a mood. To suffer is no problem. It's part of life. But to make somebody else responsible for it immediately, you always find somebody who could be the reason. To blame. Yeah, to blame. You always find someone, yeah, but it's him or it mm. was him. And why could he not didn't score in that second and all that stuff. And we, then we pick it all up. You said before that we make a big interview because newspapers cannot, cannot deliver Don't it. Don't do justice to yeah, football yeah. stories. Yeah, so that, that's how it is. Because they're always too late. Because it's always out. That the story is always written by somebody who put it in a smartphone or somebody else. And it's online, online, online all the time. I would love having the time back where we really wait for a story and say so. On Sunday, you get the story in whichever newspaper, read it and I love it. Sit there, read the story. And, oh, he really thought about it. He took time yeah. to, to, to think about it and yeah. not. That happened? Okay. Yeah. Analyze. In a second. You cannot analyze things in a second. We all have to think. When I was young, it was always think before you speak. Mm -hmm. well, now it means think before you write. So really, please, think before you write. Because it's so quick that we all give these messages out. And um, I'm really happy that I'm not 20. I need to, get, I need to be part of this, of this uh, community so I can easily ignore it. But um, it's not only good what changed in that part. Well, that's why we're here. We have to stop because of your commitments, but I don't want to stop just at the end of something that's so important. I think that you're also talking about when you bring joy, which you saw your son showed you on YouTube, you're also teaching people, I, I believe, that patience and not judging instantly what you see is worth it. Because if you never have joy, if you're never given joy by the thing you invest in, it cheapens you and you become quicker to blame and you get angrier quicker. If you bring joy, which isn't always a trophy, quality of play, beauty of play, in your case, Salah's goal, Firmino's set-up play, improving Andy Robertson, making the cop sing at the top of their lungs. When you bring that and, and it's transmitted around people, people don't always do the things that make you unhappy where it's like, it didn't fulfill my, fulfill my expectations, therefore I blame. So you're involved in the process of, of changing that cycle. That's, that's a true thing. The 20-year-old's who experienced something that they've never experienced before, including the Rocky films, thanks to you, they're, they're, you're educating. The best against, the best advice in life is, is always your own life because that's the, the, the thing you know most about. So, and if I would have been judged with 16 the last time, no chance. If I would have judged with 17, 18, 19, 20, always the last time, it's like, ah, not good enough for this, not good enough for that. So, I'm, I'm a big believer in second chance, third chance for somebody. That's because I had much more. Yeah, I had to. The, 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 I was lucky enough to have sitting. Always people thought, no, 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 wait, here we come. Uh, that will that will work at the end. And so I'm, I really can wait. I'm a really patient person. Maybe it doesn't look like that, but I'm really patient. So I, say, I see something, and then I can put you in the corner for a while, cool down. Yeah, time will tell you and will show you. And then come on. Let's try again. I, I really believe in that. So, and that's a very important thing. And I only believe in that because I 
had it. I had these situations in my life. So and I know it can work. So and now in a world where you make one mistake and they kill you, you mm. think, wow, mm. if they would do this with you mm. in that situation, mm. what would that mean to you? And what and the excuse is always, yeah, but I earn so much money, they do this and that. That has nothing to do with that. They're still human beings. And as human beings, we have to treat each other like we want to be treated by ourselves. That's how it is. That's not only a Christian rule, that's a normal rule. Yeah. So and, and that's that's it. And so and I am like this. So if you make a mistake, yes, it's not cool. Especially if it's a decisive goal or so I'm I'm not being <laughs> well done, I don't mind. Sorry. It's okay. Yeah, come on, my but I'm never angry in a way that that was the last that's the first chance, but it was the last chance immediately as well. So if somebody cannot use his chance, it's my fault. Because then I brought him in the wrong moment. So that's how it is. Andy Robertson is a good result, a good example. Yeah. So when he came in, we had, we had, a, we had a talk, we had a dialogue, and I said, Andy, you, we sit here because of your offensive skills. Quick, good footballer, good crosses, all that stuff. But you have to work on your defensive skills. So that's how it is. So it, that, that's the reason why we, there were not 500 clubs out there and were asking for Andy, Andy Robertson. Now, meanwhile, everybody thinks, wow, Andy Robertson, really? What a good, fantastic business. Only I don't know how much uh, money and stuff like that. And then Andy came in. I said, boss, what can I improve? And I said, I'm actually, why we are talking? I told you in the first, in the first conversation, in a moment I'm a little bit disappointed because I cannot see a big improvement. So, and now you lost because you have no confidence. You lost even your crosses, you have lost this. So that's the situation now. So I never doubted your abilities, but it's not difficult to improve and it's, it's a, it's a Maybe not a perfect word, not an attitude thing, but defending is attitude. I want to win the ball. I want to be close enough. I want to make the last step. I don't want to wait that he pass me and, and, and the next one has the challenge. So I want to win the challenge. So that's the thing. And it was this kind of talk. And obviously, then he, he, he went, oh, okay, now I know it. But it was the same conversation we had in the first talk. So, and now he made these steps. Fantastic. Because I was not, it's not that I was angry that he didn't. But I knew he needs to feel it and to, to feel the need by himself. If I tell him constantly, he, do it, he does it because I tell him, but he has to do it because he, it must be natural. I want to be a defender, and when I have the ball, I am a winger. That's a fullback job. I'm a defender until I have the ball, then I'm a winger. So, and I can shoot, I can cross, I can make volleys, I can make whatever. But when the other team has the ball, I'm a 100% defender. So, and that's what you have to do. That's the job to do. And that's exactly how it works in my understanding, with, with, with football players. So most of the things, they need to feel the, they must need to feel the need by themselves. Okay, that's where I have to improve. And then I can give advice. If it starts always only with my advice, then you're, what exactly does he want? So and in, in a group like that, with this high quality, you feel your weaknesses immediately. They don't want to show you you are weak in that. They show it because they are good in this and that. And if you are not good in defending, they, they pass you like, I don't know, a broken car. So that's all constantly, they go, like on a motorway. And, and that's when it, and you lose confidence and all that stuff. So you, but you need to come in a situation where you really want to make the next step. And that's always part of it. Yeah, we have, but I really believe in that people have this inside. They have this, that we all want to be as good as possible. If we are not crazy or lazy or what, massively lazy, mm -hmm. then we want to be the best we can be. But we always need somebody who can tell us, yeah, okay, I give it a chance. Try it first time. Ah, we didn't do it, no problem. Make this better, make that better, make this better, make that better, get a second chance. 
because you can, what I, where I have a natural skill for, what I realized in my life now since I am a boss. Mm -hmm. I'm a leader, mm -hmm. but I, I never learned it. I only, I only didn't change from the, when I was not a leader to a leader, I didn't change my thoughts too much because I always handled people like I wanted to be treated. That's, that's how it is. And a lot of leaders can't do that. They, they forget it immediately. In a, in a moment when they leave the office where everybody's sitting and go to the other office where they sit alone. So, and I come back and have no clue anymore how it felt when I were in this office. And that's a, a problem. But I, I never forgot it, how I felt in the office with 50 people around me and very average skilled in most of the things I had to do. But now I'm in a business where I know what I have to do about it, football. So, and so I can be confident and patient. In terms of treating people as you want to be treated, I must treat you as you want to be treated, which is to let you go with, with deep regret. <coughs> I don't want the finish to be abrupt. This is not another question. You've just explained about teach to treat, and you're a man who makes people believe. So I want to close by saying, although I come into a situation admiring somebody, because we don't pick people who are famous or successful, only people we admire. Uh, that quotient has gone up <laughs> over the last 40 minutes and I'm not uh, joking or giving you praise or flannel. Um, but I think both of us have seen why it is you're a leaner, leader but also I think you're a good teacher and I think you teach good values. <laughs> so the big interview is, is massively better for having talked with you. It's still a privilege for us and for our listeners. So thank you. So thank, thank you very, very much. much indeed. I enjoyed it. A yes. genuine, genuine well. pleasure. Yeah. Thank you very much. Look, if you've been listening closely, you can tell how much I enjoyed that. But that's not the point. These are for you. If you have enjoyed it, then there's a treasure trove of more than 40 of those types of interviews with, for example, Michael Carrick, Gianluca Vialli, Graham Sunis, not to mention Harry Redknapp, Guys Come in Dieta, Raman Calderon. They're all there because people seem excited to talk in this style about the sport we love, and then about their lives and their laughs and their loves and their mistakes. And look, you get the picture. If you want to go and listen to more of these, if you want to subscribe and support our podcast, which is vital to us, then go to patreon.com forward slash Graham Hunter. And it'll be the best forward slash you've ever had. <laughs> <laughs>